0: Christ she saw for our salvation, scourged with cruel acclamation, bruised and beaten by the rod.
1: Peace. Shalom, y'all. This is Inner City Spirit, a podcast from the heart of Midtown and the urban core of Houston on Main Street. We're coming to you from Trinity Episcopal Church in Houston, and I'm your host, Hannah Elizabeth Atkins Romero. Inner City Spirit is a way to connect and strengthen and fortify and reflect and question part of our Christian faith. We begin with a series of three podcasts called Crossroads. We titled it that because we are praying and examining and reflecting upon the stations of the cross, also known as the Way of the Cross. We are reading the traditional prayers and talking with artists and having a little theological reflection that it might spark some prayer and thought with you all at home. Our hope is that reflecting and praying on the stations of the cross, thinking about the way of the cross, you will be strengthened and upheld and filled with a sense of that peace of God which passes all understanding which we so need now in this time of the coronavirus pandemic. This year, 2020, is a crossroads. Our lives have changed and our lives will be forever marked by what we're all going through as we face the spread of the coronavirus and as we stay at home in order to show love for neighbor. Jesus willingly shouldered burdens, pain, injustice to transform it for our lives and for our world. As we reflect on the Stations of the Cross, hopefully we may feel that sacrifice that love that mercy that grace in christ's actions on our behalf so welcome god bless stay well today we focus on stations six through ten station six a woman wipes the face of jesus We have seen him without beauty or majesty, with no looks to attract our eyes. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. His appearance was so marred beyond human semblance And his form beyond that of the children of men. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that made us whole. And with his stripes, we are healed. The seventh station. Jesus falls a second time. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. For the transgression of my people was he
0: stricken. Christ she saw with life-blood failing, all her anguish unavailing, saw him breathe his very last.
1: Station 8. Jesus meets the women of Jerusalem. There followed after Jesus a great multitude of people, and among them were women who bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children.
0: Mary, fount of love's devotion, let me share with true emotion all the sorrow you endured.
1: Ninth Station. Jesus Falls a Third Time. I am the man who has seen affliction under the rod of his wrath. He has driven and brought me into darkness without any light. He has besieged me and enveloped me with bitterness and tribulation. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead of long ago. Though I call and cry for help, he shuts out my prayer. He has made my teeth grind on gravel and made me cower in ashes. Remember, O Lord, my affliction and bitterness, the wormwood and the gall.
0: Virgin ever interceding, hear me in my fervent pleading. With your love of Christ.
1: The Tenth Station. Jesus is stripped of his garments. When they came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mingled with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And they divided his garments among them by casting lots. This was to fulfill the scripture which says, They divided my garments among them, they cast lots for my clothing.
0: Mother, may this prayer be granted. That Christ's love may be implanted in the depths of my poor soul. We're here
1: with Elmer Romero, who is a documentary photographer, a, an advocate for immigrants, and who works with the National Day Laborers Network. He's also a member of Trinity who interpreted the eighth station of the cross this year, where Jesus meets the women of Jerusalem. Elmer, thank you for being here. You're welcome. So, my first question for you is tell us, describe your artwork for the eighth station.
2: It's a photograph in black and white photo taking in El Salvador in a little town called Panchimalco. I'm from El Salvador and I took this photo in this town is a series of different photos Uh, and particularly this town is is a very religious uh, town with the expression of Holy Week and Lent. So I go there frequently to just to visit the town and to capture some images that also are connected to my spirituality. The photo is a lady, uh, indigenous women, sitting on the bench holding a baby Jesus. And the image is, uh, she's in the middle of different tropical gardens. And the ladies just sitting there. And for me, it's the, it's the way that I connect these images with the station of the cross.
1: Yeah, I see that. The woman's looking very tenderly at the baby Jesus, just as the women of Jerusalem would have looked tenderly at Christ's suffering. It's very powerful. So the, the second question is to tell us a little bit more about your process in taking this photo or choosing this photo. You told us a little bit, but um, tell us a little bit
2: more. Well, this is my 10-year participating in the Station of the Cross at Trinity, and it's always a pleasure, and also uh, this helped me for my spiritual uh, journey during Lent. So I go to my archive and sometime a photo that I just uh, preserve for this special time. So the process basically, you know, when I receive the assignment, uh, I try to read the descriptions and I also, you know, I, I have some theological leaders that I admire like Leonardo Boff or Gustavo Gutierrez from the Liberation Theology uh, Spirituality. And I try to con- to connect that reflection with the photo that I will present for the community.
1: Excellent. Very interesting. So is there anything else you want to share about what's important to you spiritually, what your... Contemporary expression of the Stations of the Cross means to you um, anything about your spirituality or your artwork?
2: Sure, I you know I, I got this inspiration from another uh, Nobel Prize uh, from Argentina, and he created a series of painting uh, using the Station of the Cross. So I always go to his art. And I connect that into photography. So for me, photos the, the the station of the cross are related what is happening right now in this world. And uh, you know this is the 40th anniversary of the saint uh, and, and martyr Oscar Nurfo Romero. And I connect uh, also his uh, legacy as a prophet, as a leader, and to this moment. And, you know, we are facing this uh, moment with a lot of challenge. And uh, for me, it's a way to represent.
1: Perfect. I, I really appreciate you being um, open to this interview. And thank you for reminding me that we're having this interview on the anniversary of Archbishop Romero's assassination and martyrdom, who's also from El Salvador. And yes, he did see people like this woman as worthy of sacrifice and love and human dignity and human rights. Thank you, Elmer. You're welcome. Here is April Sloan Hubert, singing Bomb in Gilead. April is an integral part of the Trinity Jazz Ensemble.
3: There is a bomb in Gilead to make gilead to heal the sin sick soul sometimes i feel discouraged and think my works in vain but then My soul, again, there is a bomb in. If you cannot preach like Peter, if you cannot preach like Paul, just spread the love of Jesus and say, He died. In Gilead, to make the wounded whole, there is a balm in Gilead.
4: I'm Charles Graves, and I am the campus missioner for Houston-Canterbury College Campus Ministry. One of the things that I love most about the Stations of the Cross every year is that it's an opportunity for us to really examine and understand and, and pay attention, in particular, to the centrality of all the women who are around Jesus at that crucial time. I'm reminded often that even after Judas had betrayed Jesus, even after Peter had denied him three times, so many of the women so central to Jesus's life, women whom he healed, his mother, of course, Mary Magdalene, and uh, Veronica, and so many women were were right there, even in the, the darkest and last hours and moments of his life. From the, the wiping of Jesus's tears, we see Jesus, as Jesus stumbles and falls under the weight of the cross, and even that particular moment right in the middle of the stations of the cross is actually number 8 the, the central moment of the stations where jesus greets the women of jerusalem and he says don't cry for don't cry for me but for yourselves and for your children where we are put so deeply in touch with jesus's relationship with all of those women who had stood by him and been a part of every moment of his ministry. And so this uh, year, as you take time and follow along those stations, I invite you to join me in, in uh, giving thanks and uh, emulating the, the powerful work and ministry of all those women who stood by Jesus from the very beginning, even in, into and through his death.
1: Thank you for joining us for this second episode of Crossroads on Inner City Spirit. We want to thank all of those who participated today. Andy Horton, singing the Stabat Mater, Elmer Romero, our artist, Charles Graves, our theologian, and April Sloan Hubert, our singer. If you'd like to see Elmer's images, please look on Trinity's Facebook page and website at www.trinitymidtown.org. Blessings to you all.